Mike, let's talk about Area 51. Mm, on episode 52? That surprise live show in Atlanta goofed up all of my plans. Yeah, well, that's just another thing that toilet paper orientation has ruined then, I guess. <laughs> you know, that's fine, because this topic gives us a lot to talk about. Let's start with some basics. The United States Air Force facility, commonly known as Area 51, is a highly classified remote detachment of the Edwards Air Force Base in the deserts of Nevada. The name, quote, Area 51, was used in a CIA document from the Vietnam War, but the public names are Homie Airport and Groom Lake. In fact, it wasn't even until 2013 that Area 51 was officially acknowledged by the United States. It should have been sooner because it sounds way cooler. It sounds really cool. <laughs> it's like so spooky. Uh, this area, the 51st area, has been used by the U.S. government for decades. The Groom Lake Test Facility was established in 1955 for Project Aquatone, Aquatone, which covered the development of the U-2 high-altitude reconnaissance aircraft, and the A-12 spy plane was also developed at the site starting in 1959 under the project name Oxcart. It's so good. Good project names. I love project names. I know you do. These projects included design, construction, and test flights of these aircraft, leading to a rather wide no-fly zone around the small base. Area 51 has hosted several other avionic projects in a decade since. During the Cold War, America tested and evaluated captured Soviet fighter aircraft working to uncover weaknesses that could give the U.S. an edge if air combat were to break, were to break out. Data from these programs was provided to the military's Top Gun Flight School in the 1970s. You could say they rode into the danger zone. Such a good movie. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I adapted that for my own purposes. It's uh, fair use. In recent years, the government has expanded Area 51. The original rectangular base of 6 by 10 miles on the desert floor, complete with the lake, has been expanded to include the surrounding mountains as well. In 2015, a federal judge signed an order giving land that belonged to a Nevada family since the 1870s to the United States Air Force for the expansion of Area 51, citing national security as their reasons for doing so i don't feel great about that usa usa <laughs> as you may imagine the federal government isn't too chatty when it comes to area 51 the area surrounding the lake is permanently off limits to both civilian and normal military air traffic Topographic maps for the areas only show the long-disused silver mine on the site. Aviation charts published by the Nevada Department of Transportation also shows a large restricted area around the base with no real distinctive information. There's also this weird story about Skylab. During the last crewed mission of what was America's original space station, apparently astronauts accidentally photographed the area. The Department of Defense moved to classify the images, and to this day... The status of the images is unknown. Spooky. It's, it's weird. So I feel like we've set the stage to get into the really weird stuff right after this break. Today's show is brought to you by Simple Contacts, the fast and easy way to renew your contact lens prescription right from your smartphone. All you have to do is complete their self-guided vision test and you'll be able to order your new lenses whenever and wherever you want 
with no more doctor's waiting rooms. Simple Contacts offers all the lens brands that you love, with options for astigmatism, multifocal lenses, colored lenses, and more. Their vision test is just $20. For comparison, an appointment without insurance could cost you over $200. But I want to let you know that this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Simple Contacts checks that your current prescription still helps you see 2020 and will renew your lenses for you based on that prescription. They're not writing a new prescription for you or examining the health of your eyes. Now, Stephen, how can you tell me does an eye test, a vision test on a smartphone work? You open up the app. It looks like you know the vision test card you've always seen, and it tells you how far away to walk so your distance is correct. It checks that, makes sure you're not cheating on your eye exam, and then you you go through it. It really it seems like something phones should do just automatically, but when I did it, it really was cool. As a listener of this show, you can get $30 off your contact lenses. Just go to simplecontacts.com slash ungeniust or use the code ungeniust at checkout to get $30 off. Our thanks to Simple Contacts for their support of this show. That is simplecontacts.com slash ungeniust and the code ungeniust for $30 off. Now, we all know that there are a ton of conspiracy theories about Area 51. And it's kind of easy to see how these pop up, right, considering how secretive the government is about what goes on there. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that. I'm on board. But some of these, they get a little bit far out there. I think we just have to start just right with the big one, the Roswell UFO incident. This is the, this is the thing that most people associate Area 51 for, right? The Roswell UFO aliens and the testing and all that kind of stuff. This all started in 1947 with the crash of an Air Force nuclear test surveillance balloon in New Mexico, and it turned into a massive conspiracy theory that one or more alien spacecraft have crashed and that their extraterrestrial occupants have been recovered by the military for testing and stored at Area 51. UFO researchers have scoured the New Mexico countryside and have written several books documenting their theories. Some of these researchers were also responsible for stories like the Philadelphia Experiment and the Bermuda Triangle, both of which we've covered before on this program. So you know it's top-notch material, if you've heard it here on a genius. <laughs> we're not going to get into all of their evidence, but the elevator pitch is that the government covered up the crash landing, kidnapped the occupants of the craft for testing, and attempted to, to reverse-engineer the spacecraft to learn, I don't know, magical space technology or something. If that wasn't enough to do... You know, the good people of Area 51 are very busy with that. Some also say that Area 51 is ground zero for human-alien communication and the creation of energy weapons based on alien technology. This is starting to sound like an Avengers movie now. And that's before we throw in the development of weather control equipment, time travel experiments, and even teleportation. A lot goes on at Area 51. It has quite an impressive resume. Uh, that's not to mention the supposed existence of a shadowy one-world government. USA. USA. I think that that's not applicable in the way that you would like it. <laughs> this one-world government, which is supposedly taking shape at Area 51, is based on the Majestic 12. While it does sound like a superhero group, conspiracy theorists say that it is a secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials that was formed in 1947 by an executive order signed by U.S. President Harry S. Truman to facilitate recovery and investigation of, you guessed it, alien spacecraft. 
This appeared to be confirmed in 1984 when ufologist Jamie Shandera received an envelope containing film, which when developed showed images of eight pages of documents that appeared to be briefing papers describing Operation Majestic 12. Shandera and others claim to have received a series of anonymous messages in 1985 while searching declassified files in the National Archives. I guess someone was watching them and then sending them letters? Anyways. I guess so. The messages were said to have been written by President Eisenhower's assistant and again contain a reference to the Majestic 12. I'm sure you could see this coming, but this memo is widely held and known to be a forgery, likely planted as part of a hoax. Dang it. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you about that. Many of the rumors concern underground facilities at the site. Again, it's not a very big area, so obviously you have to go down, you have to go underground, Mm -hmm. and include claims of a transcontinental underground railroad system, which just sounds amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Elon's been spending some time down there. That's the boring company. Uh A disappearing airstrip, which briefly appears only when water is sprayed onto the camouflaged asphalt. So good. Again, engineered based on, well... Alien technology. And the Avengers, obviously. It's all the Avengers. That's where they, <laughs> that's where they live. Of course, none of this is actually real. UFO are you reports. Sure, though? Are you sure? <laughs> UFO How reports you know? are simple to explain away. The experimental aircraft are built at this base. Like people see weird airplanes they've never seen before. Oh, it's a UFO. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Of course, any place with this much mystery around it appears in all sorts of literature. In the 1996 film Independence Day, the United States military uses alien technology captured at Roswell to attack the invading fleet of aliens. That technology is held and honed at Area 51. The president of the United States in the movie dismissed the site's entire existence until someone in the government taps him on the shoulder and says that it's real. Surprise! (laughs) The Hangar 51 government warehouse of the Indiana Jones films stores, among other exotic items, the recovered Ark of the Covenant and an alien corpse from Roswell, I guess just like what you would find in Area 51. Yeah. In the television series Stargate SG-1, Area 51 serves as a storage and testing facility for advanced weapon systems and aircraft and spacecraft designed using alien technology discovered after the Stargate was activated. And the television series Seven Days takes place inside of Area 51 with the base containing a covert NSA time travel operation using alien technology recovered from Roswell. I don't think I've seen that show. Well, probably because your government banned it and wouldn't let you see it. That's the reason. (laughs) Stephen, we haven't done this in a while and I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think goes on in Area 51? I don't know if there's any reason to question that it's, it's, you know, technology and aircraft and that sort of thing. I have no doubt they are working on secret things. But come on, it's not aliens, right? It's secret government stuff, but I think it's aircraft and that sort of thing. Well, I don't believe they have an alien in there. Are you sure? But my feeling is like if if anywhere they are trying to contact aliens, right? Like I feel like it would be there, right? Like if there is a place somewhere in the United States of America where someone is trying to work on this, it's got to be at the most classified place. Or maybe there's this Area 52 Right, which is even more classified, and that's where they keep the aliens. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about that on episode 53. (laughs) Surprise! We found it. 
we'd like to thank Jason for sending in this topic. There are a bunch of links over on the website, relay.fm slash ungenius slash 52. There's some things that we just sort of talked about briefly in this episode, including the U-2 and A-12 aircraft, both of which are fascinating. A whole bunch more about the Roswell UFO incident, uh, the other ingenious episodes, and of course, the Majestic 12, which Mike and I probably aren't a part of, but I can't confirm or deny it. So mm-hmm. go read more about that on the website. You can get in touch with us there as well. There's an email link in the sidebar. Our topics come from you, our listeners. So send us in your favorite weird thing on Wikipedia, and uh, it'll go on the list for us to cover in a future episode. If you don't like email and you want to do it on Twitter, like a cool kid, you can find the show at Ungeniest. You can find Mike there at I-M-Y-K-E. And Mike hosts a bunch of great shows on Relay FM. Just go to relay.fm slash shows and a, a bunch of good stuff there I think you'll really enjoy. You can find me on Twitter as ISMH. And uh, until our next underground adventure, Mike, say goodbye. The truth is out there, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Adios.